Hey, hey, loves. Welcome to Galaxy Vibes. How y'all doing? If you're new here, welcome. If you're not new here, welcome back. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys listening. Today, I have a special, special juicy treat for y'all. I have a wonderful, amazing person, someone I admire, and someone that shares the same blood as me, so you know it's going to be great. (laughs) I have a beautiful person here. Um, Her name is Melinda Smith, and guess what? She is the realest coach, the realest coach. She is a life coach. She specifically deals with personal and professional development. She has a podcast that's coming out August 8th called Hustle and Grow. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited for her. I'm so excited to have her on here. She is amazing, y'all. Like, I I can't wait for this thing to get get popping. And we're going to talk about the three C's today. We're going to talk about relationships, what to do, what not to do, what to look for how to grow, how to heal, okay? And then y'all already know at the end, I'm going to give the affirmations and we're going to get some of her information at the end so you guys can go check her out because you do not want to miss the information and the wisdom that she has, okay? So, welcome. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, cuz? <laughs> so now that I put it out there, who you are, tell us a little bit about what it is that you do. So let me just say first, I am so delighted and I am just so ecstatic for being here with you today. Um, I look up to you because like I see you from the beginning starting your little thing. You started with your oils and, you know, you just started blossoming from there. And I've just been watching and watching and sitting back and I'm going to tell you doing your thing. Congratulations, Galaxy Vibe. All of you Galaxers out there. My cousin is the shit. I'm sorry. I curse a little bit. Is that okay? Yeah, it's okay. Look, <laughs> ain't no filters here. <laughs> better learn how to let their hair down. Oh, yeah. And so that's what we want to do. We want to be real in what we do. Being real basically is being authentic in ourselves, right? Yeah. And we want to always be who we are and be authentic while we're doing it. But I am the realest coach. Yeah. Because I keep it real all the time, right? Yes, you do. And so keeping it real just basically means being honest, being sincere, having a little integrity, and just always doing what's right, even when nobody's looking right. Yes. And so that's what we focus on with Hustle and Grow that's coming up on August the 8th. I hope I can get you guys to tune in. Um, And basically, you know, basically that's what I teach. I teach people... um, how to identify the things that they are um, missing in life, things that they need improvement on in life. Um, and I kind of bring it out of them and, and I just give them a guide and give them that um, support system to um, help them realize their gifts, help them realize their abilities, help them to um, think more positively about things and let the negative things go. And that mm-hmm. professional part is I help people start up businesses, business startup. Um, anybody who wants to start a business and who does not know where to start, um, that's where I come in at. And I help you from the beginning to the end um, get your business started um, as early as creating and manifesting the idea all the way to getting your um, tax papers together um, naming your business all the way to structuring your business and my and what my um, personal favorite is 
teaching you how to market your business. Mm. And so, yeah, and make your idea a reality and make it profitable at the same time. So that's what hustle and grow means because you got to hustle to get it done. And once you start hustling and you hustling, you're going to start growing at the same time. So that's what Mm -hmm. hustle and grow is about. And uh, I'm just ecstatic and I'm excited about the new things that's coming. And I'm excited for being here today. Yes. And look, you sound like a one-stop shop to me. It sounds like (laughs) you... You're definitely the definition of hustle and grow because you are definitely a hustler, okay? You have uh-huh. been for a long time and you have definitely grown and you are definitely um, onto something. You definitely have a beautiful, amazing vision. And it's amazing that you're out here trying to help people get their vision in order because that's so important. That's what we're here for. We're here to do something. We're not here to just, and we're also here to have a good time. We're also here to enjoy life. But we, a lot of people are searching for meaning. A lot of people are searching for purpose. And that is a perfect thing to do. And you got to have some type of strength, hustle, and heart to help people help yeah. them. And that's what coaching is all about. And I'm excited for you because you are the perfect person to do that. And yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> And as a soul coach myself, um, I really feel like that's something that's important. Um, when you, my job is to help people find themselves, right? My people, my purpose is to help people get back to who they really are and, and let go of the illusions and facades that, or even the programming that has been placed upon them since a child. You know, some people cannot let go of that programming because they can't see anything beyond that. They can't mm-hmm. see their and who they really are and I like the fact that you come in and you like okay now that you know <laughs> let's get the ball rolling here let's figure out let's put a plan in motion let's see what can what can happen from here so that's beautiful girl I, listen the thing is, we, we gotta do the work that's the thing you gotta do the work yeah. and for me because like it didn't take overnight for me it's it's it has taken me years to get to the point where I am and I'm still growing. And um, when this all came about and I started speaking, just motivational speaking, it was like just speaking to people and going out and speaking wasn't enough for me, right? It wasn't fulfilling for me because I want to be able to help you through and see the end progress, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so like a real coach. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. So over the years, you know, a lot and a lot of people can't take the realist. Let's just be clear Mm-mm. on that. Mm-mm. A lot of people can't handle it. Uh, mm. I, I'm, I'm misunderstood a whole lot. Um, people don't understand the the reason why I do the things I do. But once you know my story, right? Yeah. Because there's a story behind every every person has a story, right? Yes. Then once people get in and they understand my story, then they're able to, to realize why I do the things I do, why I do the certain things that I do. Even my my significant other, he just a lot of times he'll be like, "Why do you do that for people?" Oh, I can't believe why do you always do that? But if you, you gotta understand where I came from and who I am and what I came from, and that'll that'll let people know you'll understand me better. So the point is, right? Mm-hmm. To come back and to help people bring joy and compassion into their lives. And so we're ready to kick it off with the three C's. Exactly. Yes. 
because look, this is so <laughs> it's so important that and just to touch on something real quick before we jump into that is that to piggyback off what you just said because it's important mm-hmm. you have to have a lot of people will be more relatable and more um, gravitated towards you if you have a story if you ex- you are vulnerable enough to share the things that you went through because if people don't understand that you understand then they're going to just take it in one ear and let it go out the other but the way people truly grasp onto something is if they can if they know that you are compassionate and that you can empathize with the things that they're going through that you've been there and you've done that you're not just sitting here saying okay I went to school got this degree and I'm just telling you regurgitating to you what the book told me no you're actually giving experience to these people and letting them know that hey I've been there I've done that and I can totally relate to that too because Listen, people cannot, some people just really don't honestly believe some of the stuff that I've been through. Um, and once they realize that I'm here with you, I'm walking with you. I'm not somebody that's just going to tell you what to do. I'm here walking with you. That's the whole purpose of being a coach is to walk with you. A lot of people who play basketball, a lot of coaches who coach basketball, they've actually played basketball. So they know the techniques. They know how to get that person to win. They know how to get that team to the end goal. So that's the whole purpose of us doing the things that we do. And it's beautiful and it's amazing. And look, we're going to do this. So we're going to definitely hop into these three C's. And um, the first thing we're going to talk about is communication. Okay. Communication is very important when it comes to developing and maintaining relationships in a healthy, in a healthy way. But first, we're going to talk about some toxic things that you can do or spot when you know that your communication style is not healthy and it's it's causing you to have an unhealthy relationship. So um, I'm just going to say this. If you grew up or if you watched or you're around people who did not know how to properly communicate it will stick into your mind that this is how you're supposed to communicate. And you will, you will grow up self-sabotaging relationships with people because this is what you noticed or this is what you experienced. So what I'm, I'm interested to hear your perspective on um, communication when it comes to relationships in a toxic manner. Like what do we not need to focus on when it comes to that? So first, let me just say, communication is the act of giving, receiving, and sharing information, right? Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> when you're in a relationship, let me tell you, when it comes to communicate communication, what makes it toxic is when you hold things in. Yes. That's number one, when you hold things in. And I'm going to tell you, this, is, this has been by experience. Yes. I've dealt with someone who held all of their information in. They wouldn't share their feelings. They wouldn't share or, or, you know, people try to, they'll say, oh, I just don't want to argue with you. (laughs) So I just be quiet. Avoiding. It doesn't have to be an argument. You can have an adult conversation without an argument. You can, if you know how to communicate properly. And when you communicate properly is, is you start to listen. Mm-hmm. You listen more. If you can sit and listen to your to your partner, you can listen to what they're saying. You you give them the floor. You let them talk without interruption, and then you speak. And that's yes. that's a more um, a better way of communicating with your partner without having to have to argue because the argument comes where you're interrupting. 
And when you mm-hmm. start interrupting, that person gets frustrated because they can't get what they want to say out. Mm-hmm. And then because you're interrupting, then sometimes they might just shut down and let you talk and say, okay, just forget it because you're not listening to me and you're not mm-hmm. understanding what I'm saying. Um, I had a partner, I've experienced a partner where he would just not say anything. I could say a million things and I could talk to him just like I'm talking now. And he would not say one word. He would not oh, respond. Yeah. He would just be So I would never yeah. know what he's thinking. I don't know what you're thinking. And if you can't communicate your feelings properly, then that becomes toxic because now I'm getting um, aggravated with you. I'm, I'm feeling like what I'm saying is true. You have no comeback. You're not doing anything to make me feel better in what I'm feeling. Because mm-hmm. it's all about feelings. It's all about your feelings, right? Right, right. So if I'm expressing my feelings to you, and you can't make me feel better, even if you blow up some smoke up my ass, right? Right. <laughs> like something. You something. know, make me feel better about this situation, <laughs> baby. That's not what it is. I'm so sorry you feel like that. I didn't mean to say it that way, but this is what I really meant. Let's clear it up, though. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you can talk about it, let's go ahead and talk about it now and clear it up so we can have a mm-hmm. good time the rest of the night, right? Even if it's hurtful. Even yeah. if it's something like, I really meant what I said, and I really meant to treat you that way. At least you'll know the truth. At least you'll know, like, okay, you really just don't care. Like, <laughs> you really just don't care about what I have to say or how I feel. And I can respect a person that can tell me, hey, I really just don't want to, you know, I just don't. Or at least say, I don't want to talk about it. And, or can it. we talk about it later? Can right. we talk about and- it when I, once I process? Absolutely. And let me tell you, once you start being, um, once you start communicating, co- communicating effectively with your partner, and they are able to be candor is another C we're going to talk about. Meaning they are able to be honest. That respect just falls in line. Mm-hmm. I can respect somebody who's honest and hurt my feelings versus someone who lies, um, and and they're deceitful behind my back. Absolutely. After this relationship is over, I can still be cordial with you. I can still talk to you. I might even can still be your friend because mm-hmm. you're because you were honest with me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If yeah. if you don't like, if you need me to clean this house a little better, I need you to say it. Okay. Don't talk shit. Just say it, man. You you gotta you gotta you gotta you know you gotta spruce this up around here. Get a little better with this shit. <laughs> What's going on? Like, say something. Don't just, you know, but but then you have to understand too, right? You 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 got women that are working women now. Mm-hmm. They're mothers, mm-hmm. you know, um, they're business owners, they're 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 working two or three jobs. And how about you do something else to help them out around the house to take a little Teamwork. bit of the pressure off them? Especially if she grinding harder than you. Teamwork. Man, come on, teamwork. Teamwork. it gotta be teamwork. And I heard someone say recently, um, man, my mother, she didn't work. And no matter how mad she was at my father, she had hot meals waiting three times a day on the table. Every night he came home, he had a meal, no matter what he did, no matter mm. how, how mad he made her. No matter what was going on, my mother always had a hot meal for my dad. But check this out. That was in the early 80s, right? And mm. now we're in 2022. You, mm. The key word to that was your mother was a stay-at-home mom. 
That mm-hmm. means your dad went to work and paid the mm-hmm. mortgage, the lights, the water, the gas. He provided every need. He bought her cigarettes, her Pepsis, whatever <laughs> your mother needed. Your daddy took care of it. Yep. So as a woman, when you have your man being a real man taking care of his family, you're mm-hmm. supposed to have a hot meal on the table waiting for him no matter what he does because he brings, he buys the food. Mm-hmm. He takes care of you. He takes care Bounce. of you guys as kids. So in today's world, in 2022, what did I just say? You got women <laughs> that's working, business owners. They're out here grinding, making things happen. They're not sitting at home anymore being mm-hmm. a housewife. You have women mm-hmm. that are actually out here making boss moves better than men. Mm-hmm. So I can't have you a hot meal on the table every day. When I yeah. get home from work and working 18 hours today, I don't feel like standing in the kitchen cooking for you. But you've mm-hmm. been home before me. Why you ain't cook for me? <laughs> That's the big question. Why you didn't cook for me? <laughs> so the times have changed, honey. So when the yeah. times change, we have to move with the time. So yeah. that's that also that's that's that communication part, right? Yeah. You gotta that's express that. that. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta let people know. And that's and that's so important too, because if you don't how can someone know how you truly feel or what's really going on if you cannot communicate that? If you cannot say, Hey, I don't like this, hey, I love that, hey, can we do this differently? Hey, can how can we balance out what we both have to do? How can we make each other, um, how can we make this a stable relationship? How can we set a firm foundation for this situation? And I believe that before you get in a relationship with somebody, you need to have open and honest communication about what you do like, what you don't like, what you're willing to put up with, put up your boundaries, state your boundaries. This is what I'm not willing to put up with. And if you cross this line, this is what I'm gonna be willing to do. You have to be able to do that and communicate that well. If you have children, Say both of y'all have children, but they're not, you, you don't have the children together. You need to communicate. This is how I discipline my children. This is how I um, expect them to be. This is what I, you know what I'm saying? Have communication, right. honest, open communication and not say what, not just say what you feel like the other person want to hear or and, um, express yourself. Because a lot of us have been um, taught not to fully express ourselves, right? Especially when we were growing up, because I know I dealt with this. I don't know about nobody else, but I'm speaking from my own experience. I was told, like, don't speak about this and um, hold your feelings in and you better suck it up. You better hold it in. Don't express yourself. I I wasn't given an avenue to express myself. So that caused a lot of problems in my life. And I I, I didn't know how to properly express myself. And I would get frustrated with communicating because I was not given the foundation to communicate properly. So it will come out in anger or it will come, I will hold it so so long to where it would just, I would just blow up. Mm. Or if I try to express myself and the person didn't ex- understand what I was trying to say or they didn't listen, I would just be like, you know what, I'm gone. I'm out of here. Cause I don't, I'm not, I'm, I can't, you know, I would, that's what I would do when I was younger. If I couldn't express myself, I would either close myself in or I would blow up. And that's not good at all. That's very toxic because you should be able to, like you said, sit down and have a reasonable conversation with someone. Even if you have to agree to disagree, that's still effective communication. That's still healthy communication. And it does, I'd rather, like you said, I'd rather somebody be honest with me and tell me, hey, I don't I don't like that or hey, I don't, I don't want to do that than not to say anything. Because I've definitely, like you, have had uh, relationships where the other person just would not 
wouldn't say nothing. So I didn't, it's like I was talking to myself, a brick wall. So if I got to talk to myself, I might as well be by myself. Like, why am I sitting here getting frustrated and breaking my own heart? Because you won't even talk. Or I've had people who, who do talk, but it's like they don't talk to have a healthy conversation. They talk to one up me or to try to dominate me or try to like, you know, manipulate me. And even silence is manipulation. Mm-hmm. Silence is manipulation. It's because you're trying to manipulate someone else's feelings to have assert your dominance over them. Like, you're not going to make me talk. I ain't got nothing to say to you. You're just going to have to take it or leave. Period. That, that manipulation is real. It is. <laughs> <laughs> manipulation is real and it's deadly because you're playing with somebody's emotions and feelings. And that's Let never... Let me tell you. Yes, that manipulation is real. Or you try to, or they'll try to uh, turn the situation on you like you did something Ooh. wrong. And you know you did. Well, why was you in my phone anyway? You shouldn't have been in my phone. Ooh, girl. You shouldn't have been in my phone. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. But what we're talking about now is why was that in your phone? Like, what do you mean? No, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have been in my phone. Or you shouldn't have did this or you shouldn't have did that. And see, that's that manipulation and turn it around off of them. And mm-hmm. then they'll put the situation back on you. And then mm-hmm. they don't want to talk about it. Or they, like you said, or if they know they're in hot water, they just want to talk to you. I've had somebody not talk to me for a couple of days. Or they avoided me and you avoid the whole thing or patterns or whatever we went through or how we went about our day and all of a sudden you changed. Women have a great intuition. Yeah. It's one thing men need to understand is our mm-hmm. intuition is, is, is on point. Right? Mm-hmm. And most times once we ask you a question, we already know the answer before we ask. Yeah. We just want to see if you're going to be honest. Right. And when you can't be honest, that's when the problem lies. And and, and for me, um, in relationships, if you say, I did, I fucked up, I shouldn't have said that, or I shouldn't have been doing this, I shouldn't have been doing that, I'm sorry, babe, I really fucked up. What what can we do? Mm -hmm. What can we do to get it to get back to where we used to be? That's some real talk right there. Mm -hmm. And and it sounds like some bull, right? Mm-hmm. But at least you came up with something. Yeah. <laughs> at, least you at least you put in some effort and you showing me that you still want to be here. You still want to be around. You know what I'm saying? Taking accountability. Accountability is number one. Ooh. Accountability is number one in relationships. Mm. Number yeah. one in relationships. You can't you can't take yeah, that's when that manipulation come in. When you when they start manipulating you, you know that they're they're unwilling to be accountable for the action exactly and the things that you do and the things that they do yeah because so, that manipulation is oh child it just it's so maddening it's like would you please stop because you know i already know what's going on and you know like, you're not gonna try to fix it you're not even gonna try to you know but you know what sometimes rejection is a blessing if a person is showing you who they really are it's, it's, it's good that you see that because if a person is really not, especially if it happens more than one time, okay, first the first time, okay, cool, but the second time or the third, like, come on now, you know what you're doing. You're purposely manipulating me because you know how I feel about you. You know I love you and I care for you. So I'm going to try to, you know, make things happen or work or, you know, get better. But if you're not willing to meet me halfway, if you're not willing to do the same thing that I'm trying to do here, okay, you can go or we can we can figure something else out because that's not going to, it's, it's going to only get worse down the line. If a person knows they can puppet master you, if they can make you dance, oh, they're going to keep doing it. They're gonna keep you. People will only do what you allow them to do. 
Mm-hmm. If you keep allowing them to n- manipulate you, or they gonna become a master manipulator. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was telling somebody the other day, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta teach people how to treat you. Yeah. When people aren't treating you right, you gotta teach them how to treat you. Mm-hmm. When you walk in the room and somebody you might have, and let's just talk about color for a minute, and they don't speak. People of a different race may not speak to you when you walk in a room, or they don't understand that when you walk in a room, you're supposed to speak, right? Mm-hmm. And they walk past you in the hallway and they'll turn their head and look down at the ground and act like they don't see you walking past them. <laughs> you got to you gotta teach them how to speak, how to um, treat you. Good morning. How you mm-hmm. doing today? Good to see you. <laughs> and every time you see them, that's what you do. And guess what? Eventually they'll fall in line. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they know how to, how to treat you. I work on a job with where um, I work in corporate America. Listen, I work in corporate America. I'm, I'm trying to run from it. Lord, I'm trying to <laughs> run from it. But that's where I work. And I work in a place where they hire college grads a lot mm-hmm. who are my superiors, right? Mm-hmm. But what they don't realize is you may be my superior. We're on that level as a title, but let's talk about money, right? I'm up here. And then let's mention that I'm older than you. I'm probably old enough to be your mother. Mm. So when these kids come in, I make it a point that they address me correctly. Good morning, Miss Melinda. Mm. Good morning, baby. How are you? Because we're not going to play these games. You're not mm. going to come in here trying to strong arm me. You're not going to disrespect me. If it's something that you need or want from me, you can ask me to do it. You can let me know what you need and I'll get it done. But we're going to respect our elders. That's the first thing we're going to do, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you teach people how to treat you. Yeah. You teach them yeah. how to treat you. You, you do. Know? And that's even in personal relationships. If if they're not going right or they're, or they're not working the way you want them to work, you, you got to... But and sometimes, let me tell you, we get frustrated. Because yeah. I know plenty of times I have said, I am so tired of teaching people. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired of teaching these men how to be men. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to tell you what to do for me. I want you to just automatically know and just do it, right? Mm-hmm. Just do it. Well, where do you want to go eat at tonight, babe? I don't know. Can you choose this time? I don't always want to make all the decisions. Mm-hmm. Let's, have, yeah. let's, let's do something different. I want you to choose it. You let me know where we're going. Wherever you want to go, then I'm going to say, okay, right? Mm-hmm. So you teach people how to treat you. Um, and when you, when we, and that's just a part of communication. You just, and it goes so so much deeper than that you know mm-hmm. it goes yeah. so much deeper than that but there's different kinds of communication though right yeah yeah a lot of times when you're um in a relationship and it's toxic and you can't get your point across um in words what what's the first thing we do go to our phone and start texting <laughs> You said this yep. long text. And I'm going to tell you, I've done it. I've done yeah, it, right? And, I, and this is the thing. I don't do it no more because I know my boyfriend is not going to read it just because it's long. He's mm-hmm. he going to look at it and be like, oh, hell, I ain't reading this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he'll tell me sometimes. He'll be like, I ain't read it. It was too long. You know? <laughs> so I know yeah. that for us, oral communication is a little bit better, even though sometimes yeah. it might get heated. I mm-hmm. know that if I text it or if I write it, he ain't gonna read it. He ain't gonna feel like it. 
Mm-hmm. He gonna feel like it. He gonna feel like it's too long. He's not gonna do it. So you gotta know what works for you and your relationship, and you have to yeah. make it work. And a lot yeah. of times, as women, our opinions are very boastful, right? Mm-hmm. We're very opinionated. We're very demanding. We come out with what we want all the time. And sometimes I'm gonna say this because I practice this from February 1st all the way to July 1st I did a six month challenge for myself right mm-hmm. and one of the things on my list that I wanted to work on was to shut the fuck up ooh girl I S-T-F. had to learn to shut up STF as the kids say <laughs> <laughs> I had S- to learn to shut up girl and when I did I'm telling you I shut up and not just in my relationship I'm gonna tell you my open opinions at work, my open opinions with the people who I relate with, my people on my motorcycle set, all types of areas in my life, Mm -hmm. I shut up. And Mm -hmm. I stopped being the first to voice my opinion. I stopped being that one who always had a rebuttal and always needed to have the last word in every situation. I just sat back, I shut the fuck up, and I listened to people and what I did was I've learned to get the whole picture of the situation before I spoke. And guess what? The outcomes became a lot better for me. Yeah. Girl, listen. When I tell you that's the lesson I had to learn too, it's shutting the fuck up. <laughs> and, and being more aware, seeing the bigger picture, looking at things from a higher perspective. And um, like, you know, I do um, I do tarot and stuff like that. So one of the cards that is in there is the hangman. Sometimes you got to look at things upside down. You got to look at things from a different angle, from a different perspective. You have to actually process, okay, before mm-hmm. you speak. And that was one of the things um, that I definitely had to learn too, is the process. Because it's easy to just go off your emotions and just, you know what I'm saying, just fire off. But sometimes you have to use your, your logic. You have to merge um, and what I try to tell people is that we all have masculine and feminine energies on the inside of us, okay? So we have to learn how to put that into balance. The, the, the feminine energy is the more emotional, the more expressive. The masculine is the more logical, okay? Mm-hmm. So we have to learn how to put emotions and logic together, let our hearts and minds come together, okay? To effectively use our throat chakra, okay? To effectively mm-hmm. express how we feel or to, to put a point put a point across or just to communicate like you said like you have to do that and you can't just be like so quick to just say anything or just to do something just to get your point or just to say something or just to say well this is how I feel well first of all you need to actually know how you really like you have to really sit back and be a little bit more observant um not only of your environment or the situation but of yourself like you really have to check yourself and before you wreck yourself because sometimes like I understand that because sometimes my mouth has been really reckless and got me in situations where it didn't even have to go there if I just sat back and really understood and processed the situation and looked at it from a different perspective it wouldn't have been the way it was but because I was so eager to express myself (laughs) it just I was misunderstood and it was taken what I said or how I felt was taken out of context and it didn't even have to go that way. But when I learned how, like you said, learn how to sit back and just be like, okay, analyze things and figure out what's really going on and how to properly execute an explanation or just express myself um, from a higher perspective. When I learned how to do that, it definitely helped with um, 
communication with other people. Even if I don't choose, if even if I don't really want to be in uh, communication with that person ever again, at least I walked away um, with a healthy point of view or expressed myself in a healthy way. And a person can definitely respect you because that's all a part of respecting yourself. When you sit back and you analyze things and you put two and two together in a healthy way, that's you respecting yourself and not you putting yourself out there in a toxic manner or in a um, impulsive manner. And then people are not going to respect you if you don't know how to do that. They're not gonna. They're they're not You're just gonna attract disrespectful comments, disrespectful people, disrespectful situations. But if you learn how to respect yourself, you will learn how to communicate effectively, and people will definitely respect you for that. And it'll be a lot better, and they'll learn how what what to say and what not to say, and how to treat you and how not to treat you as well. That's important. It's very important. You know, my mama used to tell me when I was a little girl all the time, "Your mouth is what's gonna get you in trouble." Girl, it's your right. mouth. Write a check that your ass can't Sure, I done been choked out before. Like, my mama really hit you. Told me up before and threw plates at me. Had me pinned in a bit. Scared to come out the bathroom because she waiting. And my mother, my mother, this little bitty old five-foot lady, right? And real little bitty lady, but she can throw a mighty blow when she needs to. And uh, my mouth always kept me in trouble and yeah. I've, I've, I've lost some relationships because I shut the fuck up mm-hmm. yeah I yep. started minding my own business with, where things uh-huh. didn't pertain to me I, I stopped putting my nose in it I started letting things play out without putting, without even giving an input in certain situations mm-hmm. and people because of that though I've had people to stop talking to me mm. because they just assume that I, I, I may have had something to do with a situation or something, but they really don't know. I, I was so gun-ho in this six-month challenge and shutting the fuck up was the, number, was the number one goal on my list. I had several goals that I needed to meet, right? But that was the number one. And I had, to, I had to get away from the negativity. When it came my way, I removed myself from the situation. Hey, I'm going to talk to you later. Ooh, girl. Let me call you back, babe. I'm a, let me call you back, boo. I'm going to talk to you later. Yeah. Whatever it is, if it's <laughs> negative, if it's something, then I just end the conversation. And it's not that I don't want to talk to you ever again. At this particular moment, this negativity passed away, right? Because I can't afford to have it on me. Right? Mental health. Mental I'm, I'm working toward a mark, right? So uh-huh. I can't afford to let you bring me back in. So the gossiping on the telephone, I cut yeah. it out. You Mm-mm. know, I cut it out, but people still say, well, you know, they had it, you know, they gossip, you know, they have these cops. Like a whole lot of things I had to learn to do. And I lost people in my life and I lost people that was important to me because of it. But yeah. they were important to me. I wasn't as important to them as what I thought. Girl. Right? girl. Yeah, you find out who people really are for you and to you when you start mm-hmm. changing for the better because people can't um, they can't um, get with the program when you're trying to actually change for the better yeah they don't like people. some people get jealous some people feel they don't understand that change is good right and they're not able to do that and that's okay that's their journey and that's one of the things that I like to teach people too it's like you cannot control how other people feel about you 
You cannot control how other people look at you. You cannot control how other people's ideal of you. You can't control other people's connections with you or your connection with other people. Like you can, all you can control is you. And sometimes you have to do that. You have to learn how to do that. Cause I know I've lost a lot of people as well. And that's because I wanted, to, I genuinely wanted to change and people feed off of negativity. There are energy vampires out here that feed off of your negative energy or their neck. They feed off of it. They try to throw you negative energy so you can throw it back and they feed off of it. And that's not cool. You have to starve some people out here in the streets. You have to starve them. And sometimes you have to starve yourself because when you feed into that type of stuff, you all you're doing is holding yourself back from reaching your highest potential. You can those things cannot live inside of you, and you expect great things to come to you and peace to come to you. Peace cannot live with chaos and destruction. It just cannot happen. So you have to learn how to do that. You have to do that. You have to talk to yourself too. Like, hey, you can't do this today. If this person caught with that mess, you gotta. Mm-mm. Or you might have to let people go like, hey, um, no, no, no harm done here. Like no love lost, but I can't continue this, this relationship or I can't continue this friendship or I can't be around you because it's, it's I have to protect my peace. I have to protect my sanity. OK, and where I'm going, it, that can't that can't come with me. It just can't. And some people they just and you have to learn how to um, understand that some people are not on the same journey as you. And they might not, they might not mean anything by it. You know, they might not mean any harm by it. That's just all they know. And sometimes you walking away, it's going to show them, hey, well, this person, you know, changed this. So maybe I need to do that too for myself. You, you never know who is watching you. You never know who's paying attention to you. You never know. You can, you can actually lead people without even trying to lead people. But by leading yourself, you can lead other people out of the same darkness that you're trying to come out of. You never right. know. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's leading by example. So people exactly. are watching you and you don't even know it. Mm-hmm. And you know, something that I posted the other day was you gotta stop letting people who are at war with themselves destroy your energy. Yeah, hurt people, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. There you go, cuz hurt people, hurt people. So you people come out to hurt you because they're hurt. Sometimes mm-hmm. we got that's where that compassion comes in, at, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you gotta say she really didn't mean it because she's hurting. Mm-hmm. he really didn't mean it he's hurting on the inside mm-hmm. you know and then you that's where you have to forgive people and then you mm-hmm. in turn you try to help them to come out of that but mm-hmm. when you have people that um that's giving that negative energy because because of something that's going on within themselves and they're bringing that around you you have to you have to get away from it yeah you know you have to get away from it um mm-hmm. you know it's just relationships and communication is in all the, the communication. When we say relationships, we t- we're talking love, mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. workplace. Mm-hmm. You know, neighbors in any kind of relationship mm-hmm. that you have out there. It's not just about the romantic relationship, but all of these, all of these things can be. Um, can be great points or great practices to have in any type of relationship. 
Absolutely, because it it all segues into each other. It all piggybacks off each other. Because if you're gonna, if you don't know how to effectively communicate, it it's gonna hit every area, and it might skip an area. It might skip at work, but it's gonna show up in your friendships. It's gonna show up with your family. It's gonna show up in your romantic relationships, or just even a relationship with yourself. Because if you cannot, now people think you're crazy if you talk to yourself. I talk to myself all the time. It's important that you have healthy communication with yourself because if you're telling yourself, oh, you so this, you so that in a negative way, you will you will believe that. And then you allow people to bring that into your life because or if a person tells you, oh, you so stupid, but you'll believe it because if you're telling yourself you're stupid, you're going to believe it and you're going to allow people to call you stupid. You're going to allow that. But if you tell yourself, hey, I'm I'm intelligent, I'm beautiful, I'm amazing, you're not going to allow other people to come in with that negativity and tell you otherwise. It's not going to happen. Because you're going to know that that's not true. And then you'll know, okay, well, these people are toxic. So let me, um, I don't believe that about myself. These people are toxic. Let me remove myself from these people. Because they obviously don't see who I really am. And they obviously don't understand what's really going on here. So you have to you have to talk to yourself, communicate well with yourself. And when you do that, you, you usher in or you allow other people, uh, those healthy relationships into your life that way. So... And, and since we're talking about that, this is a good time to bring up like commitment, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so it's listen. so funny because we think the same way. I'm sitting here thinking, I'm listening to you, and I'm like, okay, all right, we, we ready for the next point. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so Girl, this is Galaxy Vibes, you guys, and we're over here vibing. We're vibing. It's a vibe always, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we're hustling and growing over here too. So, (laughs) so we're like, with with commitment, okay. One thing I've noticed about commitment, right? It has been such a big stereotype to um, not have, like, commitment is, people tend to think that commitment is not a good thing, right? They think that um, commitment is pimping or, like, we don't love these hoes. We, you know, this, that, blah, 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 and you know, women don't want to, you know, be committed to men. Like, it's 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 out of control. It really is out of control. But not only does it affect us, um, it's not, it, not only is it important to have commitment with um, romantic relationships, but it's also have a good thing to practice commitment in your everyday life with other things and other people with, like, um, your business or with your job, your career, with um, friends, things like that. Like, commitment is something that's very important because without commitment... That's like one thing that's like at the foundation of developing a healthy relationship. Commitment. If you're not committed to yourself, first of all, if you're not committed to yourself, you will not be committed to other people. You, It's just not going to happen. You have to be committed to yourself first. Like, you have to. If you don't, then what? What? How can you? And I can't expect you to be committed to me if you're not even committed to yourself. If you're not even committed to your own goals and dreams, if you're not even committed to bettering yourself, if you're not committed to um, developing your own happiness and joy within yourself, how can I expect you to bring that energy to me if you can't even do that for yourself? Like that's crazy. Right. So people, um, people think that commitment is just um, like if you're if you're um, just dating and then Mm -hmm. you, you decide to be exclusive. It's consistent. Or if you get or if you get engaged, that's commitment. That's not all of what commitment is about, right? No, no, no. Commitment no. means commitment means that um 
when your fairy tale day today doesn't seem like it's a fairy tale to you hmm. when things aren't still when things start to not go right mm-hmm. you're committed to this relationship you're committed to doing whatever you need to do to make it better right consistency yes come when through, the worst Thursday. comes before the better <laughs> yes. when the worst comes before the better that's mm-hmm. commitment because you're going through your season right mm-hmm. of the worst right. but you're working through it when you're working through it so you because you know that something is better on the other side or you know something is better is coming for you whether mm-hmm. you're at work having a hard time in a situation with a with a superior and you could be feel like you're being in the end you know you if you stick through it and you're committed to this job and you're committed to what you're doing in the end it could be something so glorious for you so commitment just what you said is stand commitment Yes. Staying committed. Yes. I'm committed to your feelings. Yes. I'm to make this thing work. Mm-hmm. I'm committed to coming to work every day and showing up. I'm committed to being 15 minutes early so I could be the first one here. Mm-hmm. I'm committed to being a better person for me. Mm-hmm. And like you said, once you can be a better person for yourself, then you could be better for everybody else. Yes. Yes. Okay. Consistency is key. Commitment is key. It's it's all about that. Like if even if things do not go right, like you said, you still have to keep pushing forward. You still have to keep showing up for yourself and for others or whatever it is that you're trying to commit to. You have to keep showing up because that's the only way you'll see results. That's the only way you'll see a breakthrough. That's the only way you'll see um, you'll see the end result of things. And like you said, we always have to. Growing is never going to end. Growing is never going to end. It's always going to be there. You're always going to have to do that. It's about how you stay committed to the process. You have to be able to trust the process in any area of your life. If you cannot trust the process, you will not. You you won't see a reason to stay committed to it. So you have to have faith. Faith is one thing that is very, very important when it comes to commitment. Because if you lose faith in something, you will just like give up on it. Mm-hmm. If you if if you don't have if you don't see the need to keep going, you'll give up. But you have to remind yourself, hey, even if it doesn't work out the way that I expected it, you have to also let go of attachment to the outcome when it comes to commitment. Because you never know how things things change, right? And that's another thing too. Like if you have a fear of change, you cannot be you, you're not gonna be committed to something. You have to let go of that fear of change because things are naturally supposed to change. Nothing is ever supposed to stay the same. You're supposed to grow in any area of your life. You're supposed to grow. You're supposed to elevate. You're supposed to move forward. And that's a part of being committed is moving forward. It's not staying stuck in the same thing. Even in relationships, if you're stuck in the same energy in a relationship, you're not growing. And it's it's, it's not going to be good because then you're going to get bored with it. You're going to want to do something else. You're going to want to move on to something else. No, you have to be consistent with the idea of change, consistent with the idea of growth. You have to understand that because that's the only way that you're going to get a great result from anything that you're going through or anything that you're trying to achieve. So commitment is very, 
even if it hurts, even if it's tiring, even if you if you just don't see the the positive aspect of it, you never know what's going to be around the corner. Especially when it comes to business, growing a business or being at a specific job, you have to you have to stay consistent, you have to stay committed because you never know. You can you can have a business and be working hard for five years and don't see anything that you want to see. But you never know that sixth year, right? That sixth year could be the breakthrough year. And because you've been consistent and because you've been committed, you never know. You could be a multimillionaire and overnight. Just because you're consistent and people see your consistency and people see your growth and your elevation. They see that you're really trying your best. And it could be that one idea, like inventors. Inventors, a lot of times, inventors have to try to invent something 50 times and then because they stay committed to the idea of inventing something great the the next invention the 51st invention could be the best thing ever and because they if they gave up on the idea they might have never saw that breakthrough that they wanted to see but because they were committed to the idea of okay i'm gonna get this breakthrough even if it's not the breakthrough that they thought they were gonna get you know what i'm saying it's still the fact that they were committed and consistent so, right, and so I told a friend of mine um, one um, just a couple of days ago. She's having some issues with some some people. She's in a leadership position, and some of some of the people aren't receiving her well. And she's like, "Well, you know, I don't know what to do. You know, I send them messages every day. I try to be positive, send affirmations." I said, "But you just continue to do it. Just don't stop. You okay. have to be consistent with it." And because you're trying to build relationships with these people, right? So mm-hmm. you have to be consistent. If that's who you are, if you're that person who wants to be positive and shed light and change the dynamics of this group, you have to be consistent. And what's mm-hmm. going to happen is they're not going to have a choice but to either jump on or jump off. Mm-hmm. Jump on or jump off, but continue to be who you are, continue mm-hmm. to be consistent, and watch how things fall in place. And that's Absolutely. what everything in life, things will fall in place once you're consistent. So yes. I'm going to pray a manifestation over both of our businesses right now in the name of Jesus. We're going to be committed. And we're going to be yes. consistent. Yes. And we're going to be millionaires together. Yes, girl. Listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited about that. And I definitely received that. And I definitely second that motion, okay? Because <laughs> it's definitely, definitely going to happen. And we, yes. it's already it's already here for us. It's just got to meet us where we are. That's all it is. It's just got to find us. And it's going to find us. Because it ain't no way it's not. <laughs> you know what I'm right. You know, and it's like, you say I do so much. Like, there's so many things that I'm interested in. There's so many different things that I want to do. And to find, you have to find that one niche that's going to mm-hmm. take you over. And once you find that one niche that's going to take you over, um, because you're being consistent, because you're being um committed to the, to what you believe in and what your focus and goals are then things are eventually just fall in place it it, it just yeah. will and yeah. um th- that's just the good thing about how life happens and how life flows and that falls in the um in the realm of the faith that you just spoke about and you know what i'm gonna be speaking of um the next topic which is candor i'm gonna be honest about something and um just before we say okay. into that I definitely had an issue with um, being consistent because I had this idea of um, I had a fear of failure, right? Because I was always pushed and taught that you got to give your best and you got to do that. You got to be number one. You got to do, you got to have this. You got to do it right the first time. If you did it right the first time, 
then you wouldn't have you wouldn't have this problem. So I I um if I saw one little inch or inkling of failure or something not going the way I wanted it to go, then I would just move on to something. I would give up and go on to something else. And I definitely had an issue with follow through. I definitely had an issue with um staying on top of something that I really um really wanted to do, being persistent in what it is that I wanted. Like I definitely had that and it caused me to like jump from job to job. You know, I had a lot of experience in different different areas because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm out of here. Like, no, I'm not doing this. But it did teach me it did teach me a specific lesson though. And I do have a lot of experience of, of many different things under my belt. So I am grateful for that experience. Um, it's something I definitely had to go through, but I had to really be honest with myself and say, hey, the reason why things are not developing the way you want it to develop is because you're afraid to fail. And failure is not a bad thing. Failure is just a lesson to show you how to do it something a different way. And I had to really think about that, like, okay. And there's nothing wrong with like wanting to do something else because things do change. Like you might have a different idea or you might be going in a different direction. But if it's something that you really love and care about, it's important to stay consistent with it and just see it through. But I definitely had an issue with that. Like I just was like, okay, I'm, I failed or um, it's not looking the way I wanted it to look. So let me just run, okay? <laughs> let me just run now and save myself the embarrassment but and, and, and save myself the shame, you know, whatever. But there's nothing to be ashamed about. And I had to definitely be honest with myself in that. And so honesty is very, speaking of that, like you said, candor, honesty is very important. And being sincerely honest is very important when it comes to relationships, when it comes to businesses, when it comes to anything in your life. Honesty is the best policy. It really is. Like, even if it's um, tough, tough honesty, even if it's something that you don't want to hear or you don't want to experience, it's very important because that's what's going to help you to, to get where you need to get, especially in relationships. If you cannot be honest with yourself or you can't be honest with your partner or your friend or your family member, then there's going to be deception. And deception is very tricky Manipulation and deception is very tricky and it's very hurtful. So what is, what is your, um, I'm interested to hear your perspective on this candor word here. So, you know, candor gives us the opportunity to become vulnerable. Yes. It opens up doors of intimacy and trust. Mm-hmm. And um, it makes us um it makes us become more self-aware with our own selves. You may hear couples say, oh, we don't argue. If I hear a couple say, we don't argue, that kind of tells me that they have um, some candor in their relationship, meaning that they're, they're honest with each other and they're open with each other. A lot of men, let me say this, a lot of men um, have a problem with candor. A lot mm-hmm. of men have a problem with being vulnerable, Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a problem with um, laying their insecurities on the line and yeah. basically that's because they think okay they may be looked at differently they may be shamed um, 
they may not look like they're the tough man that they are. So men tend to hold back their um, most vulnerable or intimacy moments or most important things that's close to their heart because they don't want to be shamed or frowned upon. Mm-hmm. But it is necessary. It is necessary mm-hmm. in any relationships. Mm-hmm. In any relationships, because sometimes people and and let me talk about in relationships as far as um, couples, you know. And it's unfortunate that a lot of people are more honest and upfront about their relationship with other people than they are with their spouses. Yeah. And what happens is when you're open with other people about your relationship, instead of talking to the person you need to talk to and talk to them with honesty and sincerity, that leads to other things. Messy. Mm. It leads to other things. Infidelity is the number one thing. Mm-hmm. Because Sneak. I'm talking to you, my friend, about the things that my husband is doing or my significant other is doing or not doing for me. And here I'm telling you about it all. And you're being my listening ear. You're doing everything that I really want him to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So that means then we become closer. Mm-hmm. I become more vulnerable with you than mm-hmm. I can with my own husband. Mm-hmm. And then things lead to other things. And, yep. and, that's, and that's a situation uh, where we have to learn to keep Um, When you're in an intimate relationship with someone, you have to learn how to keep your intimate and private details of your relationship to you and your spouse. Yeah. Because that's when you open the door to let other people come in. So you're not honest. You're not open with each other. You can't have those tough, necessary conversations. And, And despite how difficult they may be, you have to have those relationships. You have to have those conversations, those tough mm-hmm. conversations with people. Mm-hmm. And you know, and whether it's with your girlfriend, your best friend, your family members, like it's really hard. And like you said earlier, you know, we were taught to what goes on in this house stays in this house. Don't mm-hmm. you speak about this again. Don't you tell anybody what goes on in my house. Um, mm-hmm. You keep that to yourself you're not able to speak on certain things and then you don't have I know as a kid you really don't have a full understanding of the situation because your parents don't talk to you about things that you've seen and witnessed right you know what I'm saying I know for me I try to I try to um parent the way my parents didn't parent yes because knowing what I went through, I try to be that opposite. I, I have an open door policy for my kids. You can say yes. anything you want to say to me as long as you're respectful. Yes. If you're upset about something, if something's not going the right way, then my significant other say something to you you didn't like or you felt it was wrong. Like you can always come to me and tell me anything. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you go kill somebody or rob a bank, you better call your mama first. Yeah. Cause that's the only way I'm going to be able to help you if I know what you got going on, right? Mm-hmm. Good, bad, or indifferent, I'm going to always be here for you. But you can always state your opinion. You can always um, speak up when something is wrong. And that goes back to teaching your kids teaching your kids how to have a relationship with their parents. And then they'll go in turn and teach their kids how to have relationships with them when they get older. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. And maybe if, if our kids have more relationship with their parents, then we'll have less things going on in the world with our kids. Yes. We'll have less people shooting up schools and parking lots and malls and different things as such because our parents are having conversations with us and they're stimulating our mind. Instead of us going in the world, the kids going in the world, listening to their friends or staying on the internet all day and seeing all of these things that's being inputted in their head. Mm-hmm. you got your influence of your family and your friends around your parents mm-hmm. should be the influence so that's another relationship that we haven't talked about much parents and kids yes you and gotta be honest and open with your kids yes and that's something I'm a definite advocate for um, preventing childhood trauma and preventing toxic toxic energy growing up because that it starts in the home that's why we are parents we are giving these children to be guardians and to be guides and to be protectors and to show them how they're supposed to, you know, operate in a healthy way in the world for themselves. And if you can, if a, if a child doesn't feel comfortable at home, they're definitely not going to feel comfortable out in the world. They're not. They're not going to know what to do. And like you said, I choose to parent my children a different way, too. I give my children an open door, too, as long as they're respectful. They can tell me if something hurt their feelings, if they don't like something, if they don't, you know what I'm saying? They can tell me all that because... Most important because that's teaching them, hey, when you get in a relationship with someone or if you get on a job or if you do this or do that, you'll not know how to express yourself and you can have open, honest and clear communication with anybody that you're in a relationship with. And you would not be afraid to express how you feel because that's the only way you can get move forward and have progress. And that's something that won't be lingering in the back of your mind, eating away at your mind, causing you to sabotage or causing you to you know, go crazy or do something crazy and you won't be holding that in your body because trauma and pain and hurt, when we hold it in our body, we self-destruct. It will not only affect us mentally, it affects us physically, it affects us emotionally, it affects our digestive system. We'll be, people be all nervous and, you know what I'm saying? Um, they'll, they won't be able to eat properly or they'll overeat. They'll try to numb the pain instead of expressing it and letting it out. We're supposed to experience things and then we're supposed to let it flow out of us and move forward and choose something different. And if you cannot teach your children how to do that properly, they will be messed up in the world. It just, it's, it's the way it is. It's, it's important that it's we very learn. Important. Yeah, and too, we many of our kids, too many yeah. of our kids have built up emotional walls. Yes. Emotional yes. walls. Mm-hmm. That's when they don't have the out the outlook or the... um. They don't have the um, the place where they can express themselves and communicate effectively. They build up emotional walls. And just mm-hmm. like you said, how you used to do when you were young, just like myself, because I am a Gemini and I will let things manifest and manifest and manifest until boom, I just explode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's emotion. That's because emotional walls were built up, and as those walls keep climbing and climbing and climbing, eventually it's going to be nowhere for it to climb to go. It's mm-hmm. going to have to climb out of me. And so mm-hmm. when you do, when you have that big blow up, that emotional wall blows up, and then mm-hmm. it's not a great outcome. And so when, when when our kids have those emotional walls build up, they do things out of character, like go shoot up places and go Mm -hmm. take drugs so that they can uh, self-medicate and not feel what they're feeling or Mm -hmm. forget it numb the feeling and the pain 
And so, because they don't have they don't have the opportunity to communicate effectively with their parents, probably their peers, I'm sure, and anybody else around them. I know I did. I know I went through a period of numbing. I numbed with food. I numbed myself with um, alcohol. I numbed myself with drugs. I numbed myself with sex. I numbed myself with um, people pleasing and you know mm-hmm. doing things that was detrimental to my health. It just just to get by, just to you know, just to not have to feel what I was feeling, feeling the pain. I did all kinds of things that did not work for me, at, or I was a workaholic. I'm talking about a workaholic, like n- barely sleeping ever because I was always working, trying to run from the pain, trying to not feel. You know what I'm saying? I, and people think that you can just numb your pain just by taking drugs or just by. Uh, drinking or having no you can numb your pain by doing a lot of things disassociating I used to disassociate all the time I used to be in another whole nother world not being present in my body as soon as I because I was I went through so much trauma that I just learned how to detach myself from my my body I was my mind my body was there but my mind was off in another world and it's a lot of things that I my memory escapes me because I wasn't present I wasn't there and I try to teach my children how to be present Okay, don't run from certain things. You have to learn how to face things and deal with things and feel. Feeling is good. A lot of people say, oh, um, feelings are bad. Like, I ain't trying to feel that. Or, you know, emotion, feeling emotions is horrible. No, it's not. Feeling is a good thing. That lets you know that you're present. That lets you know you're human. And you're very strong. People who know how to feel and process that, they are very strong people. They're very capable people. So I tell my children, if you feel hurt, own that that you feel hurt say you're hurt express it if you have to cry cry if you have to just scream in the pillow do that i tell my kids let it out because a lot of people like oh no you i know you ain't let him uh cry especially because i have boys right i know you ain't let him cry Uh, suck it up be a man no if you need to cry let it out that's the form of release that's the form of cleansing let it out i'd rather you let it out than to hold it in and and to bottle it up because that's how psychopaths are created that's how psychopaths. Let me tell you, when when I and I have a practice when I when I get upset about things and sometimes you want to I want to scream and I want to cry. Sometimes I do cry. Yes, I cry. I, I take a day. I take mm-hmm. a day, and I and I might have a pity party. I might cry. I might scream. But I'm gonna tell you, by the time I wake up the next morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, now what are we? What am I gonna do to fix this thing? Now exactly. I gotta come up out of this. It's time to boss up and make these moves. Now, Melinda, you gotta figure out what it is that you're gonna do mm-hmm. to come up out of this situation and make it better, or whatever it is. My son, let's just talk mm-hmm. real quick. Had to have his colon removed. He's 15. They've been trying to remove it since he was seven. He's 15. This time I couldn't avoid it. When mm-hmm. I the first day they said it had to happen, I I knew it had to happen, but it broke me down as a mother. Mm-hmm. I had to go in my car for two hours and have a conversation with God. I had to scream, I had mm-hmm. to cry, I had to yell. But when I came out of my car and I cleaned my face and I laid down and went to sleep and woke up that next morning, it was what I needed to do for my baby. Mm-hmm. It has to happen. Now you got to get in mommy mode and you got to make sure that he doesn't see that you're scared. He doesn't see that you're upset. All you can do is put the positive things in him and make him, because he's the one that has to go through it. Yeah. 
right? So yeah. I, ha- I have to have my pity party for a minute. I have to mm-hmm. I have to do what I need to do. Anytime something's going wrong in my life, at work, at home, personally, bills piling up, whatever the situation is, I have that pity party. But I'm going to tell you, when I go to sleep and I wake up, because, you know, God gives you new blessings every day. Yeah. He gives them to you every day. So every day you start. wake up, every day you wake up, you got a fresh start. You have a fresh start. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we cried yesterday. So now today we got to boss up and do what we need to do to make it right. Right. What are you going to do about it? And that's, right. that's why it's important to release it. Because if you hold it on, hold, if you would have held on to that, you would have been thinking about it the next day. You would have held him back or you would have found a way to sabotage it or whatever. Um, just to hold on to that pain. And some people are addicted to that because that's all they know. You know what I'm saying? But it's important that we do release things. And you do feel better afterwards. You do feel a lot better. Even if you have to, like you said, scream, cry, throw things, whatever you got to do. If you, get, if you, if it's better for you to write it down, burn the paper, let it go, release it. Do what you have to do. If you have to talk to a, a trusted therapist or trust a person that you know you can trust, that's fine too. Let it out. But well, you have to. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Girls, guys, whatever. Like you mm-hmm. have to let it out. You cannot hold it in. You cannot do that. You have that's the that's the first step. Well, actually, the first step is realizing that there's a problem. Okay. When you realize that there's a problem, then you have to let it out. Okay. You have to sit with it for a second. Be like, okay, this there's a problem here. Something is wrong here. Then you have to let it out. However it comes up, however it comes up, it gotta come out. And once it comes up and come out then it'll be room for better solutions. Mm-hmm. It'll be room for peace with the situation. You'll have peace with the situation. Even if it's like something that's very scary, you'll be able to face it. Like, okay, like you said, okay, this is what it is. So let's, how are we going to do this? Like, we, how are we going to do this? How are we going to figure this out? How, how are we going to, you know, figure out the best possible solution to the situation? And then you execute it and you move forward. And you'll feel a lot better when you do that. You'll feel a lot better and more at ease with the situation when you let things out, you let things come up. Because I used to have an issue with that too, suppressing, 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 ignoring the problem, ignoring the red flag, ignoring my feelings, okay? I had an issue with that. Like, if I felt hurt about something, I would put, because that's what I, that's all I knew, that's what I saw. I had a parent that did that, you know what I'm saying? Or I had a parent that ignored the situation and didn't care, and I had a parent that just overlooked things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Until it was too late. And I'm not, I used to do that. I suppressed it. Either I suppressed it or I ignored it. Okay. And it would just sit there and fester and fester. And it would be constantly in the back of my subconscious and in my subconscious mind. Just, and then if I get triggered, it just blow up. You know what I'm saying? And everything just come out. No, it's important that when we see a problem, we go ahead and fix it right then. Let it let the emotions come up, let it come out and move forward. And you'll you won't it won't hinder you if you do it that way. And that's being honest with yourself. That's being honest with your emotions. That's being honest about how you feel. And if you are hurt, like I used to like if somebody hurt me, I used to be like, Oh, I'm good. It's okay. It's okay, I'll be all right. And then I'll go off in the corner by myself. No, now I'm if if, if I'm hurt about something, if I don't like something, I'm gonna let you know when you do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know then. I'm going to be upfront and honest because maybe a person didn't mean to hurt me or maybe a person didn't know that they hurt me. 
okay? Right. And then later on, when I blow up on them, they're like, where is this coming from? You was just okay with it. You just said it was okay. You just said right. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with it. Oh, you know yes. what I'm You so just said it was cool. So let me tell you one of the things that I tell people all the time who I'm coaching, like, if you have an issue with someone or someone does something to you, you have to let them know. Mm-hmm. Because you're over here mad at something they did to you. And they don't know or realize they did something to you. They live, they living their life. They have, mm-hmm. they going to the lake, they hanging out, they going to brunch with the girls, they doing all this stuff, and you not going because you over here mad. Mm-hmm. You're the only one mad in the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How about you express to that person what they did to you, and you give them an opportunity to make it right because it could be a misunderstanding, miscommunication. Um, a misdiagnosis of you really understanding what I was saying or you what did we talk about earlier with um you, you know when you interpret the wrong thing or you um mm-hmm. the perception is wrong mm-hmm. you know people people text people all the time and then I read it and I might think it's one way but no I, that person really didn't mean it that way but I took it a certain way because mm-hmm. of what what's in my head right because text has no tone Mm-hmm. So you don't know what people are really saying. But if you have a problem with someone and you don't express to that person that you have a problem with them, it's mm-hmm. your problem. It's not their problem. Yeah, it's not. And you can't get upset with them because they, they you didn't express that. The only person that you can that you can look at in that way is yourself because you didn't say how you felt. And then sometimes people are still don't care. Like you can, but that's but you can't control that either. If you if you um. If you say, say somebody hurts your feelings, right? They're like, oh, that dress is so ugly on you. Like, why would you wear that, right? Mm-hmm. And you just be like, okay, well, let me change my dress. And then you really hurt on the inside. You don't say nothing, right? And you don't, you don't tell a person I'm I'm sensitive when it comes to that type of thing. Like, don't do that. You can say it another way or something like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you don't express that to somebody. And then you wear another dress, right? And that person like, why are you wearing that? And it if you don't say, hey, uh... That hurt. That really hurt my feelings when you said that. Please don't talk to me that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, or do something else. Now, that's you being honest, right? But if a person is still doing it and they just overlook your feelings, that is a red flag to you. Hey, I need to not fool with this person because they don't care about my feelings. And you can't be like, well, you need to, you can't, you need to stop talking. You can't talk to me. You can't, no. You can't control how another person feels or how they look at you or how they treat you. You know what I'm saying? The only thing you can do is control your actions and how you, how you move forward. If you're being honest, and that can't stop you from being honest either. It can't stop you from, well, when I was honest, the person, people don't care about my honesty, so I'm just going to not be honest. No, 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 no. You still, that's, that's a good thing that you do, that you are honest with other people because that shows you like who you can trust with your feelings and who you can't trust with your feelings. And who you can who you can really lean and depend on to take care of your your heart and your emotions, and who you can't. Like if I can be honest with you, and then you receive it, and like okay, well, let me not say that this way, or let me, you know, I apologize. I wasn't trying to be, you know, funny and nothing like that. I was just trying to tell you that that wasn't flattering, and maybe I thought that maybe you would appreciate that honest feedback. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You never know. A person, like you said, a person really. They either they are being malicious about it or they're really not being malicious about it. But you'll never know if you don't really bring that topic up or if you don't express how you feel about it. Like you, you have to be honest. Like it just, and it, it sometimes you don't want to be, but you gotta be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You got to be honest. Like it is so important and it's detrimental 
to your mental health if if you if you do not do it you're only hurting yourself you're only hurting yourself you could be hurting somebody else but at the end of the day you're hurting yourself you're breaking your own heart by not being honest because you cannot go against your soul your soul wants you to express this your soul wants you to say something and if you go against your soul that's the ultimate betrayal because then you'll start you also start like thinking in your head like okay um you know i'm this i'm well i'm just i'm just um i'm, I'm pessimistic or you'll be pessimistic you'll start thinking to yourself like oh i'm just this person i'm a horrible person i'm this i'm that you start thinking negatively about yourself like it'll start eating away at you you start feeling guilty because you didn't say how you really felt or you start playing scenarios in your head like i should have said it this way I should have said it that way. Now, now they think they can get over on me, even if they ain't even thinking that. Now they think they can get over on me because it is. But it's really because you weren't being honest with that person. So, yeah, they are getting over on you because you will let them get over on you. Like, why are you mad? <laughs> why are you right. mad? Right. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so we have to definitely make sure that um, when we are um, in various relationships, meaning... Um, personal work relationships or any type of relationships that you can identify the signs of healthy relationships, you mm-hmm. know, and those signs are if you are, if you trust each other, mm-hmm. if you support each other, mm-hmm. equal partnership, whether yeah. it's in a, in an intimate relationship or a business relationship, even mm-hmm. in a friendship, equal yes. partnership. You know, yeah. we go to lunch today. We're hey girl, let's go to brunch. I got you today. Next time you get me. That's mm-hmm. equal partnership still mm-hmm. in a friendship, right? Mm-hmm. If you can be yourself around other people, around your other relation in your relationships. Mm-hmm. You don't have to change or conform. That's mm-hmm. a healthy relationship. And mm-hmm. then when you communicate and you're honest with each other, that's the number one for me for a mm-hmm. healthy relationship. And then have some genuine fun together. Yes. Genuine fun. Any relationship needs to have fun. Mm -hmm. You have to enjoy the company that you keep, Mm -hmm. no matter what type of company it is. So Mm -hmm. I had a great time talking to you today. Yes. This was, listen, this was great, girl. (laughs) We got to look. I'm gonna start a series of um, No Filter Fridays, okay? So, oh Lord Jesus, you have definitely helped me um, pop that off. Um, no Filter Fridays, we look just let it, we we ain't no filter no way, but it's just something that I feel like is 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 gonna be a great thing because I need I need the perspective of people who don't have filters that don't don't care about how other people look at them if they speak about certain things and they can be open and honest and vulnerable about their perspective and how they feel about certain things. And that definitely ties into the whole theme of what we talked about here today. And I'm so happy that you came. Yeah. Thank you so much for the invite. Like this was truly an amazing, um, an amazing conversation. I look forward to doing other stuff with you. Like, you all, y'all don't have to watch out for these Smith girls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Smith girls taking over, baby. Yeah. It's, a <laughs> it's a lot of us. Let me tell you, it's a lot of us. And we got yes. a lot of us. And we got other cousins
So we might need to do us a reunion, a reunion tour. We might need to get one. We got to get Dana on here with her customization of her shoes that she's doing and all of the other different things. We got Yo that's out here doing stuff. Like, we got cousins. This needs to be a, yes. a thing. Yeah, yes. the family tree. Call it the family tree. It's the family tree, yes. And I definitely, um, I had Quinn on here. I'm so excited. I was happy to have that conversation. It's like you said, it's a lot of people. And, it, and we do have like counselors in our family. We have life coaches in our family. We have entrepreneurs. We doctors. have people that are, yes, doctors. We have people that are doing amazing things. We have scientists as well. We have people that um, have a lot of experience and wisdom. Even if they don't, they're not in a specific field, they have a lot of wisdom and a lot of life experience that is definitely worth uh, putting out there on the forefront. And that's my goal and my mission is to put people out there on the forefront and to, you know, let them, let their perspective be heard. So I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. I think this is the start of something great for us. And um, yes. watch out for these Smith girls. We're going to take it over. Yes. So, okay. Speaking of that, I have, um, I have a, set, a portion in my um, podcast where I do positive affirmations, okay? okay? And it's something that's very fun and I feel like it's very effective to help other people. So if you would like to participate, I would greatly appreciate that. Um, so let's get, let's get it started. What I do is I ring the bell. I have a bell that clears energy and we're going to take a deep breath. And to center ourselves and our energy. And we're gonna say these positive affirmations for the people and people out there that's listening. When I say when I say the affirmations, you can repeat them after me or you just let it sizzle in your spirit, okay? So uh, you ready? I'm ready. All right. So let me get this bell. Let's ring this bell. And it's just to clear the energy. <sighs> All right. So the first affirmation is. I am at home wherever I am. I am at home wherever I am. Yes. I am honest about who I am. I am honest about who I am. I nurture my inner child. I nurture my inner child. I am gentle with myself and my mistakes. I am gentle with myself and my mistakes. All is well in my world. All is well in my world. I gladly communicate well with others. I gladly communicate well with others. I love my life. I love my life. Yes. I am open and honest. I am open and honest. I trust more and fear less. I trust more and fear less. I trust my decisions. I trust my decisions. And the last one, I am proud of who I am. I am proud of who I am. Yes. Thank yes. you for participating. Thank you for um, allowing me to express that. And thank you for expressing that as well. And I know it's going to bless someone for real. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, it's going to bless a lot of people. This has definitely been a great experience. Yes. Um, and I look forward to hanging out with your Galaxy Vibe team out here. All of mm-hmm. it, I, I'm, call, I'm naming them. I'm calling them the Galaxers. I don't know. That's kind of corny, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> you know, yes. I know you have a following and you have people listed. Um, and so I just want to give you a little praise right now for all the things that you're doing for people. I've had the opportunity to listen and witness you um, on several occasions, um, help some clarity on things that they need clarity on in their life. And I just want to commend you for doing awesome acts and awesome works for the people. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate that. That means a lot. I'm so happy and grateful to be of service to people and to really help because that's something that's really a heart's desire of mine. And um, I'm glad to share that same energy with you. And I look forward to being on Hustle and Grow. I look yeah. forward to listening in. I look forward to seeing all the amazing things that you're continuing to do because you ain't new to this. You're true to this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't new. You true. And I'm I'm just so excited to be a part of your journey. I'm um, excited for you to be a part of my journey. And um, speaking of that, I would like to give you an opportunity here to really um, put your information out there and let people know how they can find you, how they can reach you, and especially get some of the amazing services that you offer. So what, what, where can we find you, girl? Okay, so I'm found everywhere on all social media platforms. You can get me on Facebook at my first and last name, Melinda Smith. Um, there's two profiles. Anyone you see, just click on it. You can get me there. You can get me on Instagram. I am... Melinda Smith on Instagram and um, you can definitely catch me on TikTok um, my TikTok name is um, exquisite E-X-Q-U-I-S-I-T-E underscore M that's how you can get me on TikTok and uh, maybe one day we could talk about uh, that exquisite girl and uh, so y'all tune in so you can learn and understand what that's all about but um and then you could definitely inbox me and hit me up with all of those things. I offer personal and professional um, coaching. I do group coaching as well as individual coaching. And uh, if you just need some clarity on life and you need a little push and you need someone to show you a different way and a better way to be a different person, um, I'm here. Yes, That's what I'm yes, here so. for. So um, just um, hit me up on any platform and I'll be glad to assist in any way I can. Yes, and look, y'all, go follow her. Go blow her stuff up. Go, look, go send her some positive energy because it's definitely, definitely needed. It's definitely a good thing. When people put, people don't understand when you are out here being a leader and you're being of service, it's important that you're uplifted as well because you're doing a lot of uplifting, okay? So definitely go check her out. And now I'm gonna um, tell y'all where y'all can find me. If you need my services, because um, not only am I a soul coach, but I do um, offer spiritual um, help and spiritual advice. I am a um, oracle reader, tarot card reader, things like that. 
Um, I also do have other things that I do. If y'all check me out, I do uh, give out advice and wisdom and things like that. So as well. So you can find me on um, Facebook at Sabrina Smith and Sabrina is spelled with an H. Okay. S-H-A-B-R-I-N-A. You can find me there. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Brina CEO. That is the same handle for my TikTok, Queen Brina CEO. You can find me on Instagram as well. Queen Brina CEO. Um, you guys can also um, email if you if you like to. It's soultransformation222 at gmail.com if you would like to get some of the services that I um, provide. And you guys, listen. Look. <laughs> we are out here doing what we got to do. So don't hesitate. If you really need some help, if you really are stuck in your life, you're stagnant and you need to learn how to move forward, or you just need somebody to hold your hand and walk you through some things, reach out to any one of us and we will definitely be there for you okay so this is the portion of the time where we wrap it up here we we gonna we gonna get up out of here because we got things to do people to see whatever it is we got going on and y'all already know um the saying that i say may you fly higher than the galaxy dripping in love and light namaste y'all have a great day melinda anything you want to say Thank you so much, you guys. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Yes. Bye, you guys. Bye.